Welcome to the Gigless Podcast, Season 2, a podcast showcasing the works and talents of those who lost their gigs due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast will feature a range of creatives from the tri-state area who are young visionaries and who contribute to their craft despite the recent events that have happened. Join us today as our host, Femi Leifovic, speaks with Justin Hall and returning Gigless guest, Jake Dillon, from 89 Astro Band. Based in Philly, the band members are Justin Hall, Jake Dillon, Luke Cooper, and Dylan Hall. Their newest release, Lilium, has themes of unity, togetherness, pursuing dreams, introspection, and perseverance. You can learn more about their projects and about the band in the show notes of this episode. Enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Gayless. I'm your host, Remy Lubick, and today I'm joined by the members of 89 Astro Van. Hey, how's it going? Justin and Dylan. Jake, my last name is Dylan, though. <sighs> but that's, that's confusing. I know, and you were on an episode earlier, so. My last name is Dylan, so it, it happens all the time. And I have a brother named Justin Dylan. Makes it even more confusing. There we go. And then you guys were telling me that the band was consisting of similar names right so we got justin dylan jake <laughs> and then luke <laughs> right so if you say that. those in the wrong order it could just straight sound like jake dylan and that's oh yeah. my god imagine you just have you guys when you guys could perform did you ever have someone like yell into a room like someone's name and then like three of you just turn around <laughs> well we we have yeah. stage names kind of a lot of these yeah, guys call me um, tony we got alter egos yeah yeah we've been getting weird over quarantine i guess but what are your stage names i mean i'm tony it's kind from? of um tony from <laughs> tony from tacony um but that's uh yeah that's a whole story that's a philly thing if you're not familiar with the neighborhoods of philly you probably would know what tacony is but it's just a very yeah anyway they call me tony so that helps with the jake and dylan confusion yeah uh dylan has been uh leash Bungo lately um i don't know how we got there but and then i mine has turned into captain pegasus lately <laughs> not a fan not the my favorite but whatever oh i love that i'm like i have the biggest smile across my face right now listeners you have no idea <laughs> it's, pretty, <laughs> and, it's pretty cheesy but you gotta take what you can get uh luke our bassist has been is just uh mr chopper or just chopper i don't know it's his last name yeah that's his last name so that kind of just fits okay those are definitely all very interesting names and great stage names and performer names so if you guys definitely like make it big just those are your new names now yeah we'll rock on i'm cool names. with it i'm cool with <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Tony. And hey. it's like, I don't know. I, that makes me think about drag queens, like how drag queens have crazy names and they're always like, on to the stage now. And then it's like the next with, I guess with, I don't know. I'm trying to compare it to like how with shows, they're just like, oh yeah. And his name is now... I remember I saw a band and they basically it was after one of the Lord of the Rings movies came out and they were basically like, okay, well, 
our guitarist name is now Bilbo Baggins, but he drinks a lot. So it's called like, his name is now like, I don't know. It was just something. Yeah, Billy, <laughs> I, Billy Beer Baggins, I, I don't know. There you go. And I was about to say two things. I was like, is your name Tony? Because New Jersey and the Sopranos, or is it like, uh, I thought for a minute, Tony, the guy that drives the Zamboni. Hey, like Tony. It's kind of got that sort of like, yeah, vibe to it, but just a little more Philly. A little more than Philly, that, yeah. Than New Jersey mobsters, a little more Philly. You, you know, why don't you have Tony from Tacony on a separate podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll talk to you. You will? Okay, good. <laughs> I need to finish The Sopranos, though, side note. I, I got like two seasons in. Such a good show. Oh, my goodness. My dad actually, fun fact, my dad, who also listens to this podcast, they filmed The Sopranos where he used to work like years and years ago when I was like much younger. He they filmed on top of a roof that he was that his office building was in and he got to like see all the cast members and stuff. That's actually that's so cool. What a fun Yeah. I think he met the lady that played the therapist. I think this is a very old story. Uh, It's probably been four years now since I watched it. Right. So listeners Playful jargon aside, right now when we're recording this, it's October 28th, only a few days away from Halloween, spooky times. And even though we're out of quarantine and we're out of like mandatory lockdown, at least in this tri-state area, doesn't necessarily mean that everybody has their gigs again. There are people that are playing. There are people that are producing now because they have access to the studios. So with that, I'm going to let these guys talk about their new EP that has come out called Lilium. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you want me to just break it down real it, quick, I guess? So basically, um, we just released our EP October 26th. Um, we worked on it for, when did we start? How, how many months? Uh, when, do you, when do you consider starting? Like when we recorded the drums? Yeah, when we started back at that. Probably June. Yeah, like we, um, you know, obviously because of the lockdown and stuff, we couldn't go to the studio for a while. But uh, I mean, that doesn't mean we weren't, you know, making stuff. We have a lot of home recording stuff at our house. So we were making things and and working on music. And uh, pretty much the second uh, we could go back, you know, we we got in there and started working on it. And yeah, probably about June. So, I mean, what's that like four months? Yeah. And I guess it was kind of a weird timeline too, because we started jamming on like Thank You Goodbye a year ago. Or like Yeah. Some of them we've had for a year. while. Um, I mean so it's kind of all over the place depending on the song, I guess. But yeah, like as far as recording, I guess the summer. Yeah. Technically been writing it for about a year though. Then. Yeah. Um, but basically we this is our first project that we all did together. Like we all had a song on together that we each wrote. Um the first couple projects we had were just me and my brother writing the songs um and then we would just learn them and record them but this one was was a lot more of like we all were writing a song and writing each other's songs too you know we were like giving our parts to write the songs too and uh so i don't know we were just looking for names and we came across the lily flower somehow um i don't know i like flowers and and whatnot Captain Pegasus. Um, <laughs> so found out that the full name of the li- the lily flower is Lilium, 
that's their, the scientific name. And uh, just reading about it, learned that it's, it's about like togetherness and unity is the symbol, um, which I thought for us, that represents this project, what we're doing, you know, our first collaborative kind of full project. But I mean, also all the stuff that was going on, you know, it was like just getting so crazy. And obviously we got Trump versus Biden and whatever, you know, I mean, the whole world needs unity now more than right. ever, I think. So it seemed like a perfect fit. Um, all the songs kind of had the vibe, like the we, we had a bunch of photos of Lily's, we got a bunch of photos. Um, Who designed the cover? I did actually. Justin, that's so great. I know. I'm, this guy. I'm pretty. I'm pretty He's impressed in all, with that. In all realms, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I just got an app that like lets you like erase the background. You know, you can just cu cut it out, and it's a transparent image. And uh, so I did that with a bunch of lily flowers. Like there was a bunch of different um, versions we almost used. But just the one we went with, I thought it was it was like really classy and totally had like the vibe. Like like you were saying earlier, you were listening to it and it like puts you in your bag, you know. And it's like it has oh, that, absolutely. but it's also like you know, it's it puts you in your bag. It's got a vibe. So right. Yeah. And what I wanted to say is, first of all, congratulations on designing your own CD cover. Thank you. Yeah, we cover. it pretty DIY. Yeah, no, it's actually great because I'm so happy that a lot of people are actually learning to get into, to tap into their creative side around this time, like, that everybody just got kind of reverted to doing things that they like. And I'm really happy that, like, you know, not everybody, like, maybe if it wasn't during this or maybe if we didn't have that, maybe you guys would have passed it off to, like, a graphic designer that you know. But I'm really happy that you, like, you're like, it's us now. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, it kind of did feel like very, uh, felt very isolated, I guess. I'm sure everyone did, but yeah, I, I feel like I don't even know why we didn't hit up a graphic design person. Me either. Like, it just kind of felt like, yeah. this is what we're, I guess it's just to make that a whole complete, like you said, DIY project. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, if anything, over quarantine, it, it was a very, like, it put me in a very experimental place, I guess, because I was like, nothing better to do. Like, might as well try something new or, do something I already know in a different way or try that, I guess. Well, it absolutely looks beautiful. And if you guys are listening to this right now, Lilium is available on Spotify. That's at least where I'm seeing it. And you can view the EP cover and you can see that it's like really, really well done. So that's why when you were like, I did it myself, I was like, whoa. Thank you. Yeah. People are gonna be hitting up Justin for artwork after yeah, this. Yeah, honestly, what it is... made me it made me think like I should make like a album cover page and just start making random art. Like what yeah. I find is cool, and I did this little mini project actually back in January. I think I did about four book covers. Um, not well, they were book covers, but they were social media designs based on like different books that I really liked and I, just by using like you know the Instagram dimensions of a post I remade covers wow like what books um wild by Cheryl Strayed uh Kira Kira 
which is by a Japanese American author. I can't, hmm. I forgot her name real quick. So I'm going to look that up. And I also did A Home Among Strangers, Make Your Home Among Strangers by uh, Capo Couset is her last name. And she's a Cuban-American author. So Kira Kira is by Cynthia Karohata. And Make Your Home Among Strangers is a, a book by... Janae Cap, yeah, Janae I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but that's like an example. Nice. But yeah, so that's great. And I don't know why lilies. I know that you were talking about like the world needs unity right now, but how did you apply that to your EP? Was it the fact that everybody was in the band was separated? That you know. Was it the theme of what was going on during quarantine or post-quarantine? See, we were just trying to figure out how we got to Lily's. Like, we, we were just throwing around um Yeah, I don't even remember, ideas. like, what the other album or ideas were besides the flowers even before that. Yeah. What, what were we even looking at? Like, I don't know. I, once it, we stumbled upon that, it seemed like, okay, we're going in, the, in that direction. Yeah, now. like... Then, just uh we threw around a couple names and then i think i honestly i think i was just at work on my phone and i was just like i was like i'm gonna look up the most random stuff you know just look up just stuff to get me out of my box of thinking um and yeah something led me i think actually i was looking up i really love um the japanese cherry blossoms always wanted like a tattoo of that so I would think I was looking up like tattoo flowers and stuff, actually. Oh, those are great. I love redrawing tattoo flowers. Came across a, a, uh, the lilies, I guess. And yeah, I guess just once I read that too, like it all came down in the little Google description. Once I Googled lilies, it came up like scientific name, lilium. It said like, you know, it had a little description about it. And it was talking about it's a symbol for togetherness and unity. And I was like, yeah. I mean, mostly it was that this is our first super collaborative project together but um definitely oh, excellent needs some unity right now too so people need unity right now absolutely and you know as creative people post covid how do you feel especially since you're people that you know artists and creatives tend to be yes there's the introverted part but for the most part a lot of people are very social yeah, dude, Jake, Jake's super social. How do you feel post-COVID life? Yeah, so, I mean, it was it was definitely a tough time, like, in the first four months or so during COVID, we really couldn't see anybody. Um, for me, I mean, that's why I really just took it to writing music, and um, I did a lot of live streams, and I think you came on once or twice, and that's kind of how I connected with people. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's still tough. I loved going to shows and talking to people afterwards. That was one of my favorite things to do. So it's, it, I mean, it's, it's hard, but luckily, I mean, we at least, we all get to hang out like a couple times a week. Um, How long did we go not seeing each other? You know, like we went like, I think it was three months. Yeah. Like yeah. long time. It was a while compared August. to how often we saw each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So nice to be back. To that but yeah i mean i'm just going to open jam nights and stuff and just Definitely. jamming with other musicians and you know 
That's great to hear, you know, and as long as everybody is, you know, just still practicing that idea of safety or wearing masks, like I don't really, I don't think that gigs are necessarily gone. I think that gigs are just slowly coming back, but they're just taking new forms. Yeah, definitely going to take some time and most likely going to be very different. But we've, we had two, right? We had three. two, three. The one yeah, was yeah, the yeah. open mic jam. Yeah, we, we did have, have one. two little, three little, little shows that were just, yeah, very small, like outdoor um, restaurant kind of vibes. But yeah, definitely different. Right. And another thing that I just wanted to bring up too is the fact that, you know, I try making it to everybody's live streams, but sometimes people are streaming all at the same time. And I'm like, what shall I do? <laughs> so I sometimes I'll have, huh? I just said like, like maybe five minutes here, five minutes there. Yes, I try to, I try to stream hop, but then I also try to not, another big battle, and I don't know if you guys have been doing this as well, but another big personal battle for me is just not spending as much time on social media because it just turns into, like, you're just going down this, like, endless rabbit hole and, like, the endless scroll. Yeah, honestly, we were, we were talking about TikTok before this, like, right. honestly can't go on TikTok because that one is, like, I don't know, some of them are bad, Twitter's Instagram, but like TikTok is a real like quicksand type of. Oh yeah, you can be on it for like two hours and just like wake up and be like, "What?" Yeah, be like, "Wow, I just watched TikToks." For yeah, you two never, hours. you never feel good at the end of it either. You're yeah, like, I mean that makes my head hurt always. Yeah. yeah, but my favorite type of TikTok, like out of the genres of TikTok, is native talk with like all these indigenous people like doing these different challenges and like talking about their cultures and stuff like I find that like education like you know education culture like I try to curate TikTok to like yeah there's random nonsense sometimes but for the most time like I want to take something away from my app and speaking about taking things away um, something that I took away from your EP when I was listening it, to it earlier. One, so one of the first songs that you get hit with, like you said, with a you know wave of emotions, is pretend, right? Yes. The song. So, what can you guys? The lyrics behind that song, from what I was hearing and understanding, is about pursuing a dream especially pursuing dreams as creative people and you have the supporters, you have the naysayers, but I was just like, you know, when I first listened to it halfway, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it was like, great. Um, but not in a bad way. I was more so like, oh, I've heard this before in real life, but to hear other people talking about that kind of struggle really resonated. So if you could talk to our listeners a little bit more and expand on different lyrics in your song pretend and maybe we can bounce to other songs. Yeah, so did you want to say something? I mean, I was going to say, first off, thank you so much. But I think actually, I mean, he wrote the song, Jake wrote the song and the lyrics. Um, but I think that's called imposter syndrome, what we're kind of low-key talking about right now. Do you know what imposter syndrome is? 
Uh, when you never feel like you're like your accomplishments oh, oh, or like yeah. your own you know like famous people apparently get it all the time i feel like john mayer comes up for me i feel like he would have impossible he'd be like i don't know just some days you'd be sitting in your room be like oh, i'm not you know i'm not that good be like i don't know man you want right. a couple grammys like pretty good like so yeah nothing will like break through yeah it's that. just yeah you just feel like like all people i feel like everybody gets imposter syndrome but i feel just because the arts is deemed as a create as a competitive field more than it is a community-based field a lot of people are like i'm not an artist I'm, and i literally and sometimes as a designer i have to step back and it's like i design things on a daily basis and i and that the if you do the thing you are the thing you know yeah. I mean, so, I think we really, uh, yeah, stepped back and made this one an artistic project for us. But I'm going to let Jake talk about the lyrics to pretend and what they mean. Yeah. So a lot of times when I write a song, um, it's, I'll put more than one meaning in there, one kind of overarching meaning, but it'll be a couple different ways of looking at it. And I know which lyric in particular you're talking about where I say, follow your dreams, follow your dream, follow your dreams. They say it's okay to take a risk every time and again, or now and again. Um, but yeah, so that was just kind of like the conversation I'll have with myself at times where it's like, can you actually follow your dreams? Like people are telling you to follow your dreams, but is it actually work? Is it like the risk of reward, like doing that in your mind? Like, I feel like that, that happens. Um, because, you know, we know it's it's an uphill battle in a way. The, like, it's a lifelong journey being an, a musician or artist. Um, like you said, even John Mayer probably feels that way. He's, like, yeah. one of the most accomplished musicians yeah, out ton, there. And he, he still probably still feels like this, there's still this mountain in front of him. Um, so that's part of what those lyrics are about. But then the overarching theme of the song is just kind of um, feeling like you you put off a front that you're okay i mean a lot of people feel like they need to um when inside it's showing something different than what the outside is showing so that's kind of the overarching theme of that song there's really not a whole lot of lyrics even in the song to be honest no i kind of just thought that i never realized what's up that might even be like a, a low-key thing you might not even realize but dude like you know how people say like follow your dreams you say follow your dreams they say like it's like almost like do they really mean that like they're like being pretend because everyone says, "Oh, that sounds great, man." Follow but then they go dreams. away. But from then it. it's like they're like that dude's gonna be living in a motel, you know? He's gonna be a broke musician, like so. No, that's that that's, is definitely wow, a thing. That's definitely that a thing. was in there. A little it's bit. like you know, even yeah, when people are hyping you up or whatever, you part of you think so they're gonna go to their friends and be like, "Ah, oh, they don't have a shot," because there yeah. probably are people saying that until yeah. we're Some people are like, until we're like we're talking about like Mount Joy until we're like millions of listeners, we're not gonna feel like oh we we are following our dreams and we're successful, but like success isn't measured that way. I feel at all. Not at all. What's actually been helping me. And because, you know, we're talking about how creatives are feeling post COVID and post quarantine and like things are slowly kind of opening back up. I mean, I know that there have been some socially distant gallery shows like in person mm -hmm. happening in New York. I know that you guys mentioned your gigs, your streams one of the things that has been actually helping me is that like 
I'm keeping a gratitude journal and I'm like, you know, I'm grateful for the things that I have and I'm grateful for, you know, the effort that I've done. Like I'm saying daily affirmations and stuff, because that's the truth is when you do confront people, you know, that say like, oh, follow your dreams, but your dreams cannot necessarily be monetized. Like it's, it's this very like, oh, well, your dreams bring you like lots and lots of money. But then there are people that are just like, you know, I don't need like all of this. Like it's nice, but I don't need, like there are people that just need like the bare minimum and they're good. So, right. right. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm saying I, yeah, all my friends want to be making whatever, 150,000 and they want to go six six figures whatever i'm staring like staring at a computer crunching numbers if, all day yeah exactly and they're the same kids afterwards they're like oh i hate my job and then they're like you know friday night i'm like what are you guys doing you want to hang out or do something they're like yeah we're going to the bar meet us there saturday night oh we're going to the bar meet us there sunday they're like oh i'm beat dude like yeah then, the cycles that you know we like, find ourselves in yeah i just want to make a living for the rest of my life playing music that would be great i don't care what the the amount is as long as it's enough for me to live comfortably i think that, that you'll cool. definitely do that so speaking about jobs i guess now what is your day job or your daily routine so i was a home health aide through all of this um wow but technically yeah my job was okay um it's for my nephew he's got autism and uh yeah, so I had a job through all this, luckily. Um, Jake, you did as well, kind of? Uh, so I didn't have a job for four months. I was on <laughs> unemployment. Wow. Well, so March through July. Yeah, you're um, right. And then I went back with my client. I'm a life skills coach for an adult who has autism. So I work through a school down around here um, called Comprehensive Learning Center. And yeah, I've been working with him. And then I teach music on the side, too. Right. Yeah, no, and if if anybody is new and listening to this, I just want to say that our producer, Dane, is actually a learning and studying to be a music therapist, and he specifically wants to help kids with and adults with autism, and he has done, like, life coaching, worked and had internships in that field, so it's all, it's weird how we all have, like, these very big, low-key connections. Yeah, small world. Just kind of come together. Small world, yep. We yeah, have a song called Small World. Yeah. <laughs> Always got to bring that up. But yeah, that's that's really cool. I definitely think there's a connection there. Something about writing music and wanting and being in the helping profession. Yeah, I was almost gonna do that. I I was uh, you know, I don't know. For high after high school, they say like you have to go to college, whatever. You know, my my senior presentation to graduate, I had to pick a college. I said I don't know. You know, I don't know yet. And to be honest, if I'm going to be honest, I want to be a musician then and I'll figure that out. And they were like, so you want to go to music school? No. Yeah, I was like, no. And so they made me, yeah, they made me pick a music school. I wrote down music therapy and stuff, which I, in another, another life, I would love to do that. You know, music therapy sounds amazing and it definitely helps a lot of stuff. But uh, I don't know, not, not a school person. And that's completely fine because, again, COVID has exposed that, you know, there's people that are paying all this money to go to these schools just to do online classes and the whole, uh, you know, and it's really exposing how vital 
community colleges are and how essential community colleges are. And that, you know, and I personally believe that and because and this is just because I went to community college first before going to my main college, which was Rutgers. Same here. Is that a lot of people go to these big schools and they're freshmen. They've never even gone to sleepaway camp. And then they drop out halfway through and they end up at community college because they were not, you know, they didn't know it was just too overwhelming. So I, I definitely think, especially if you're a creative person, that things take a little bit more time to come to, uh, into fruition, but everything has their own time. And also, I believe the, the, the connection, me personally, and Dan can add a comment in if he wants about this, but I believe that the main connection between music, autism, and you know, wanting to become a musician, all that, I think the main thing that connects all that is empathy and being able to have empathy for yourself and others and really share and spread that. Yeah, I, I personally uh, have been told, and I think I'm an empath. I don't know if you, you know, you're all into that, but you know, just the, the hyper empathy people and whatnot. But yeah, I believe, I believe all that. I definitely, I definitely think that because there's something about uh, like, like autism and, and things like that, that it's just, they're so genuine though, you know, like whatever their, their problems are, like they're so genuine. No it's hidden like, agenda. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. That's like, just it is what it is a hundred percent flat out. And yeah. I worked with Kit when I taught Taekwondo, I, no matter where I taught it, I always taught, I always had students that had autism and they were like, you know, once they figured out like that this was like a weekly or daily thing for them, they like totally swang into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, routine. but you know, and think about, yeah, it's a routine. So do you guys incorporate music into your daily routines? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like, I don't know about you, but my routine hasn't changed too much except for honestly, like in like low key, I'm, I'm like on air saying this right now, it's kind of a good thing, but I literally just hang out with less people. So I just spend more time making music. Like, you know, it's like not even like before I would just either make music or like go hang out with my friends or something. And now I can't even do half of that. So it's just like, it's just all make music you know, or go to work. I guess that was the third option, but you know, so now it's just like, there's like only one option is just make music basically. So I guess my routine's changed a little bit for the better, kind of less social, but a lot more music being played and, and made and practiced. I don't know about you, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I um, I was never much of like a, I didn't watch much TV or anything really. During COVID, I guess I did more, but like I'd probably watch an hour of TV a week and spend like 20 hours working on music, like literally, what is that, like three hours a day? Yeah, that's yeah. probably, it probably sounds about right. And then we're doing something music related twice a week at least whether it's practice or the music video um so yeah it's i mean it's work and music for me every day and sleep that's about it i do actually play a little bit of video games i guess i could say that because now that he's saying it yeah he works on music a lot he that plays no video games nothing doesn't sit on <laughs> I suck Insta- at video games. doesn't sit on instagram or nothing he is just <laughs> he makes a lot of music guys it's okay i got told by my one of my best friends, her little brother, like I've known him since he was a, like very, very small. 
And I told him, oh yeah, I play Skyrim. And he's like, oh, so you're a classic gamer. I was like, so shook. I was like, what? Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Like the, you're an OG gamer. You're an original gamer. I was like, what? Ouch. Ouch. Big ouches. Like Super Smash Brothers for GameCube. That's like ancient. Oh, yeah, but like, I was like Skyrim. I was like, that came out my junior year of high school. What are you talking about? And um, that ain't 2011. Yeah, that's yeah, getting far away. Oh, so you're what a year older than me, I guess. Are you 25? Okay, I'm 24. You're 23. Yep. Oh, he's a baby. It's okay. You have all this time. Dylan's like literally newborn. Yeah, usually (laughs) he's the newborn. I'm not used to this. Yeah, I I definitely think that you know, people that are creative or musicians definitely tend to lean towards more like habits and productions that are habits that will produce production in the sense that like, if I like to play video games or if you like to play video games, maybe there's something that I can extract from that. Like, um, you know, maybe there's something with the storyline. Like I've heard people say before, but that there is inspiration in doing other creative things. And I mean, that's great that you guys have been going like, you know, gung-ho all into the music. And it's definitely shown on your EP, which is like brilliantly produced. Where did you guys, where did you guys? Honestly, yeah, we're glad to talk about it. Uh, We go to um, the studio called Light and Sound Studio. Mm -hmm. Um, Record a lot, actually at home too even we have some microphones i dabble with with recording and uh, software and i have i have programs so we record some stuff here like right in our basement just not drums and vocals. um yeah and like piano and stuff true, true. like that but so basically we go to this studio light and sound studio that we met him through like uh an open jam night you met him yeah right? i met him through instagram and through then instagram we- I introduced you guys probably like three weeks later. Literally. Yeah, he, he was running an open jam night and we started going and, you know, um, just being like kind of there weekly and stuff. And then come to find out, he also has a studio like it, it's like kind of super low key, but it's very legit. But it's like in his garage at his house um, and just kind of his garage is like off and just re like purposed into like a whole studio. Like excellent. Like, nothing garage like in there at all it is like a full-blown like abbey road studio if you have the space use it yeah and uh it's just um our guy andrew we kind of i mean honestly we've worked on every project with him so far um and yeah he's just become like our homie like we're super good boys now and uh yeah we just love working with him honestly we call him our fifth beetle all the time nice so yeah i feel like he really did uh he did kill it this time yeah, and I definitely want to just go back. I heard earlier, and I've been seeing hints of a music video being made. <laughs> yes, let's, let's hey, talk about that. We got to film. We're filming the music video. Well, um, that's, we we've had little stuff. On yeah, there. no, we have had little spoilers. It's okay. We don't have a a release date yet or anything. We're working on it right now. We're about to actually go to the studio after this to work on it. Um. I know. Should we? How much of spoilers should we no, give? We shouldn't say the song name. Shouldn't say the song name. Okay. Um, 
It's, Are there any wacky characters in the yeah. music video that would not be in '89 Astro Van? Show a picture. Yeah, that's all. Well, I guess we can't show a picture technically, but we um, should we just tell them a minor little subplot? Go for it. Like one little thing here. All we're gonna say is that we, Mr. Jake Dylan over here, um, he he likes aliens. I guess he he has an alien girlfriend in our upcoming music video so we find out he's got a little alien, alien side guy. piece yeah he, he, he's into he's into aliens you know grays greens whatever you want to Devin townsend <laughs> yeah whatever You're dating ziltoid <laughs> that's not far off from the name I feel. yeah 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 what, what, was, what was her name again? Should we say that? we can say that yeah andromeda oh andromeda it's kind of pretty good right? cute she's kind it's kind of cute name andromeda i, I think andy and that room, I think that's also an Eels of Love song too. Ooh, all these lo- is all coming together in this giant cycle. Wow! Everything. Yeah, that small world, small world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like our song. But yeah, this. I mean, this music video is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, same thing actually. Recorded at Light and Sound Studio. I guess the light in light and sound, like he's also a phenomenal videographer and photographer, you know, he, he does it all. That's why if you're even really close to Philly, hit this dude up. Yeah. I mean, I think he's got like more business than he can even handle right now, but yeah, still hit him maybe. up. Maybe you're right on. Um, so we, I feel like we've given problem. him a lot of business. Yeah, yeah right, right. So we, rep, we rep him so hard. <laughs> he kills it. It's like, yeah. But that's the best. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we literally can't believe all the time that we're like, wow, he lives like five minutes away from us, you know, like, if all it's of our like, cars broke down, we could walk to him. Yeah, and it's just like he—he's just, you know, the coolest dude. He does the best work, and it's like we don't know where we would be without him. Honestly, right? He totally is our fifth beetle. We can we can air that we can air that out forever. Like put that in the history books. Well, we're winding down to the last five minutes of the episode because things fly, and you guys are just so lovely to talk to. I know. Sorry, <laughs> we're very talkative. I mean, pretend is a good song to talk about. All of them. The whole EP is a great yeah. different songs to talk about. Yeah. But so yeah. any final thoughts for our listener that giggles? I mean, I guess I, I'd love to tell everyone to stay safe because I, I love when people say that to me personally. What's what's the opposite of a pet peeve? That's like my my thing I love. Yeah. I hate. Um I don't know. What, what do you got, but Jake? Yeah. I mean Yeah, I mean we want to know what your favorite song is, I guess, on the EP. Um, the uh, Should I tell them what people have been saying most? Which is oh, wait, wait, so- wait, let's personally ask you. Oh, yeah, sure. What was your favorite song off of it? Okay. So my favorite song off the EP, I definitely loved 1234. Oh, thank you. That was the one I wrote. I, wrote it. I personally loved that one. But again, like, it's just... They're all different, like, they're all different listening experiences. So there's just, like, each one is a different vibe. Each one is a different mood. And I just think that 1234 was just, like, I love it when people are able to talk about, like, a time. It's, like, you know, I don't know, like, when they're able to sing about, like, a certain time of day is something that I'm, like, in, I, I don't know, I've been getting into numerology. Well, I, I kind of, I do that all the time now. I don't know, anyone else who listens to the EP and whatever, let us know, 
this happens to you now, but I always spot out 12.34 now. When I, like, uh, if it's, you know, like, a little after 11, I'll be like, oh, what time is it? I'll look at my phone. Oh, it's 12.34. Look at that. I'm like, wow. Some people believe they mean something, but I don't know. For the longest time, like, since last summer, I'm always looking at the minute 42. Like, it doesn't matter what hour it is, but it'll land on, like, 42. I think think it definitely means something. I'm kind of into that stuff. They said like change and transition or your angels are telling you, keep going for it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something. It's not coincidental. Nothing's a coincidence. That's what I want to leave people off with. Nothing is a coincidence. And where can they listen to your EP? EP is out now and available pretty much everywhere. Uh, You can stream music. Um, We go through Ditto Music. Shout out, super independent. But uh, yeah, they they hook it up. They get it on so much stuff, um, you know, Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Pandora. We're uh, we can you can um, songify us or whatever that uh, that app is to to find out the song. Um, oh, TikTok, you're we're on TikTok to the song. Yeah, where you can Shazam. get the Shazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on Shazam. We're on pretty much everything. We we personally uploaded to YouTube too, and stuff. SoundCloud. It's 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 anywhere you can find music. And where can people find you on Instagram or Facebook or any TikTok? At 89 Astrovan on anything, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, We try and keep the the username pretty concise. Well, guys, you've definitely proven to our listeners that Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. (laughs) Oh, Oh, look at that. William. This ain't even my real brother. This is my band brother. (laughs) You can call me Dylan for tonight. (laughs) <laughs> there you go sorry about that mix up from earlier i know that like whole life. happens whole life. all the time i know but i was just and you've been on this show before so that's where i've messed up <laughs> all right no worries yeah. <laughs> all right well thank you again for listening to this episode of of the gigless podcast Dane, take us out Thank you for listening to the Gigless Podcast, hosted by Remy Leibovic and produced by Dane Wagner. The song used in our intro and outro is Beach Walk by Unicorn Heads. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to our social media pages on Instagram at Gigless Podcast and our website, giglesspodcastblog.wordpress.com. There, you can find out more about the artist, contact the host and producer, and find out more about our schedule. Thank you.